Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. This episode of Pardes from Jerusalem features Yiska Smith on Parashat Ha'azinu. Did you know that Pardes from Jerusalem is now available on Spotify? Follow us there for our weekly Parsha episodes, where you can visit elmod.pardes.org for other great digital content. Cultivating the spiritual practice of remembering, moving away from feeling distant from the Divine Presence towards sensing closeness. Why do we feel distant from the Divine? Why do we sense closeness? Based on a teaching from the P.S. Etzner Rebbe, Rabbi Kalanimus Kalmish Shapira, from B'nai Machshava Tova, people of positive mindfulness and higher consciousness. I'm using a translation from Experiencing the Divine, a guide to Jewish spiritual practice and community by Yaakov David Shulman with my own understandings. The PSS Rebbe writes in his introduction to B'nai Machshava Tova, written in the late 1920s, a short and deeply profound gem of a text that the inherent aspiration and hope of every Jew is actually the same, to be in service to God the God of Avraham, the God of Yitzchak, and the God of Yaakov. A service that expresses wholeheartedness and presence, timimut, nechachut, with our entire being. A service that utilizes all the limbs of our body and spirit, so that not one fiber of our body, nor one spark of our spirit will ever extend beyond the holiness, the kedusha, of the divine presence, of the Shekhinah, which hovers upon us and encompasses us. And therefore, the Piyasetzna offers the following prayer, Avinu Avarachaman, Our Father, compassionate Father, have compassion on us. Awaken within our hearts a spark of desire, a spark of awareness, so that we will know that it is not enough to be like a mere servant, the son of a maidservant. It is true that he too serves and he too obeys the king but his work is to grind away at the millstones, far, rachok, far from the king. He does not hear the king's words, nor does he enjoy or take pleasure by sensing the illuminating beauty of the king's radiance. Rather, his is a service with a closed mind, segirat hamoach, and a dulled heart. Instead, we passionately desire and long to be among those described in the Torah 
You are children of Hashem, your God. In Deuteronomy 14.1, Atem banim lahashem elokechem. Devarim yidalad, pasuk aleph. So whenever we do your work, whether in learning Torah, prayer, or observing any of the mitzvot, may we sense our closeness, a hitkavut to you. Cultivating this type of service, the PSS passionately believes that we will then be able to feel ourselves continuously growing closer and closer to God, enjoying the radiance, the ziv of his glory, sensing his presence. But not only when we pray, not only when we observe mitzvot. He states, if we focus on kedusha with clarity, with strength and connection in each and every moment, we can actually sense the presence of God that infuses all creation, at all times. Each of us can see with our own eyes that we stand in Hashem's garden, in paradise, Gan Eden, before God's throne of glory. It is precisely for this purpose that he writes, <clears throat> where he provides spiritual guidance, techniques, and fundamental principles that will help any one of us achieve this goal if we choose to do the work. In his very first entry, he responds to what he understands as a quite unfortunate, serious, and sad condition among the Jewish community in Warsaw during the time in between World War I and World War II. Without severe judgment, nor assigning any blame, he compassionately observes that most Jewish people, in fact, were not feeling close to God. Their service resembled more of the servant grinding away at the millstones, far from the king, rather than that of the child of the king, the ben melech, who experiences closeness and enjoyment by sensing the illuminating beauty of the king's radiance. But why is this the case? Why is this the case? Let us explore entry one, where the PSSNA brings a verse from Parashat Azinu, always read during the Yomim Noahim, always read during the season of the High Holy Days. Let us explore this verse from Parashat Azinu as the fundamental reason for this all too common feeling of distance and estrangement from the divine. Entry one, forgetfulness. Hapasuk et Yisrael Scripture admonishes the Israelites and says, in the Varim Lamed Bet Yud Chet, Deuteronomy eight, Deuteronomy thirty-two, 
verse 18. You have forgotten God who gave birth to you, who began you, or as Rashi says, who brought you out from the womb, your mother's womb. You have forgotten. This, the Piyasasana believes, is the underlying factor that distances a person from God. Zehu, et adam me'elohav. And now the Piyasasana brings a prayer from Rabbi Eli Melech. Tehei machshavotenu and Rebbe Eli Melech offered a prayer before his praying. May our thoughts be pure, be transparent, be clear, and be powerful. In other words, if I may suggest, be authentic. Be in a way where I'm not forgetting you, divine. I'm not forgetting you, God. I'm not forgetting you, my spiritual parent, my spiritual Abba and Ima. I'm remembering you. Everyone knows that when we envision ourselves standing mamash in God's presence, and literally sense before whom we stand, we're not subject to distraction or temptation. And here, if I may suggest, I would like to, I would like to add that here the Yetzirah is not simply the Peshat of the evil inclination. Rather, it's, it's, a, it's just a different type of expression of the Yetzirah. It's not necessarily the inclination to commit outright sins, but any tendency to lose sight of our purpose, any tendency to disconnect. So the Piyasasana is teaching us that if we really envision ourselves in the most palpable, visceral, imminent way before whom we are standing, we're standing before the presence of the Shekhinah. We're encountering the divine within. The Yetzirah will have no power over us. We will not be distracted. And in fact, we will very much be rem- remembering before whom we are standing, before whom we are conversing. The opposite is true. We would be moved to pour forth our entire spirit and soul in deep and sincere prayer. Until we seem to rise up with our own words into complete union with God. May he, she be blessed. Velozu afzu, and not only this, but when our attention and consciousness is firmly focused on God, Gam ken magish kolechad ba'atzmo bitul hayetzahara. 
we can feel that the urge, the inclination to disconnect, to be distracted, ceases to exist. Then all of the poison, which usually penetrates and permeates our physical senses, our hearing, our seeing, smelling, touching, tasting, all will become, all that poison of distraction, all will become eradicated. Betalim in this intimate union with God. Imagine, imagine what that would feel like. Imagine. Yes, we need to remember. We need to remember. Vahim, he continues, the PSS that continues, Vahim ain't call a chad me Israel, Magish Lamashal, Bayoma Kippurim, Ubefrat, Bait Kondedrev, and the Unaila. Is it not true, he asks rhetorically, that all Jews experience something like this? For example, on Yom Kippur, especially during the emotional prayers of Kol Nidre and Ne'ilah, even, even if it's just a dim whisper of focus, a dim moment for a moment of connection, of remembering, at moments like these, doesn't one feel that all of one's lusts and thoughts of improper desires no longer exist? Bitul called ta'ava v'hihahur u'ratzon lotov. Why? Why? Not because I'm fighting. Not because I'm trying so hard to push them out. Not because I dislike myself for even having these thoughts. But rather, is it not because at that moment a person's consciousness, like the prayer of Rabbi Eli Melech of Lezinsk, is so clear, is so strong, is so focused? At that moment, am I forgetting who gave birth to me? Am I forgetting who brought me into this world? Am I forgetting who took me, who brought me forth from my own biological mother's womb? No, of course not. So really, if I may suggest, if I, if I oh my gosh, this is so inspiring, that the work is not to fight, not to judge ourselves harshly, but rather to focus rather to focus with a machshava barach and chazakah, with a clear and a strong, focused consciousness. And he believes, he continues, kol ikach chisaron shal adam, who, so the very essence of our own chisaron, of our imperfection caused by our own descent, meaning the descent of the soul coming into the body, there's a chisaron with that. That unless we cultivate remembering, unless we cultivate expanding consciousness, unless we cultivate focusing, what will happen is, and he quotes from the pasuk again, v'tishkach 
El Mecholalecha. Left on our own, without intent, the whole reason we fall away from the intensity of any closeness, of any awareness, of any mindful practice is you have forgotten God who gave birth to you. Because a person has fallen from one's own mindful practice. And therefore, the one's person's consciousness, it's not always pure, it's not always clear, it's not always strong. As it is on Yom Kippur and other such auspicious times. You know, these other auspicious times, Mashadomele Yom Kippur, times that are similar to Yom Kippur, these are moments, these are like gifts, matanot, l'chinam, for free, from God. God appoints specific, special, auspicious times through the year where God, in essence, kind of shakes us up from outside of us, from above us. Kabbalah refers to it as This is like an awakening from above. However, these are like sparks. And we need to cultivate, we need to take the spark and turn it into a flame to ignite the flame that's inside of us. Ner Hashem, Nishmata Adam, it says in Proverbs. The very light, the very lamp of God is our soul. But it needs, it's there as a spark. We need to fan the flame, so to speak. We need to do the itrutadalatata. We need to do the work, the awakening from below. This is cultivating mindful practice of expanded consciousness, of remembering, of remembering. Think about those who you remember in your lives. Think about those who you forget. Which relationships do you enjoy? Do you experience closeness? Which relationships do you experience distance? And then he concludes by saying, Even if someone does want to strengthen and empower one's mindset, one's uh, mindful uh, practice and consciousness, a person is not able to sustain this for any significant period of time without cultivating the practice. <clears throat> so it's not enough to practice this on Yom Kippur, on Rosh Hashanah, at the Seder on Pesach, in the Sukkah, lighting the Neirot Chanukah, celebrating Purim. We have these beautiful, auspicious times. But that's not enough. We're not able to sustain without our own Avodah Ruchanit, our own chevra, our own spiritual work, our own spiritual practice. So he concludes his very first entry in B'nai Machshavat by saying, and therefore, because this is, he's saying this is the situation, call Avadotenu, all of our work, all of our efforts, 
has to be, really needs to be, how do we strengthen consciousness? How do we strengthen mindfulness? To expand it, to strengthen it, to empower it. Oh, that, that word is so beautiful. To enhance it. And to connect our consciousness to God. How can we do that? Not only at these particular specific times, Barosh Hashanah, Peshat Atkiot, Yom Kippurim Kudomeh, when we're hearing the Shofar and Rosh Hashanah, when we're coming to the Beit Knesset for Konedre and the Ilah, how can we do this all year? Rachgam Tamid. So it will be always, it will be constant, it will be continuous. A consciousness that will be a machshava, that will be bara, chazaka, ukushira bakudusha. So our consciousness will always be clear, always strongly connected to holiness at all times. And this is why he wrote the book. And basically he wrote the book and gathered initially as a society of people who wanted to commit to do the work to cultivating mindful practice and invite all of you almost a hundred years later to become part of that society for positive mindfulness and expanded consciousness. He believes, however, the very first step is to remember, is to remember. So in closing, I invite you to consider adopting the following three practices. <clears throat> Visualize in your mind someone <clears throat> with whom you, someone whom you remember frequently, a parent, a spouse, a child, a very close friend, someone who you think about a lot. Also, think about someone who you recall periodically from time to time, and someone whom you seldom remember, perhaps mostly forget. In all three examples, in all three visualizations, observe and without judgment, observe gently, observe softly, just observe like you're a photographer. Observe your feelings along the spectrum of sensing closeness at one end to sensing distance at the other end. Observe what are the feelings arise with each person. Second <clears throat> practice that I invite you to consider. Within the context of this teaching, how do you feel about your relationship with the divine? Are you forgetting? Are you remembering? Always? Sometimes? Never? I encourage you to observe rather than judge. Ideally, what would you like to start? What would you like to stop? What would you like to continue? And thirdly, the third practice that I invite you to consider, 
Choose a specific time each day, let's say for a week or perhaps even a month, and dedicate this time. It could be one minute, it could be 20 minutes. Dedicate, lagdish, dedicate this time to spending a few moments remembering the divine, remembering our spiritual Abba and Ima a spiritual parent. And how you perceive and experience his, her presence in your lives, in the lives of your loved ones, and in the lives of your friends, and others with whom you connect, and in the world at large, perhaps within nature. I really sincerely, I encourage you, I invite you I really, really invite you to consider adopting these three practices. So then we can cultivate the practice of remembering. Tada, tada, v'koltuf. V'shana tova umituka. May all of us be blessed with a wonderful, healthy, happy, and sweet year a year of inhabiting our inner selves more fully, a year of cultivating and sensing greater connections of closeness with the divine, within ourselves, with each other, and a year where we may be blessed, tough shin, pei aleph, tehei shenat, pela achdut, may this year be the wonder of the wonder of oneness, of unity. Toda. Thank you again for downloading this podcast, a production of the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcast today. Be sure to visit us on Spotify, where you can subscribe to any of our other podcast channels, or visit us at elmod.pardes.org. Thanks for listening.